Welcome to the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. Your hosts are Justin Breen, Evan Ryan, and I'm Bill Bloom. This show is for high-level entrepreneurs and for those who want to learn to live their most epic lives. Please subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for more incredible conversations about living epic lives because we could all do that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and thank you so much for being part of the show. Welcome back, three guys with epic lives. We have Evan Ryan, Justin Breen, and I'm Bill Bloom. And today we're going to be talking about what it takes to become a visionary entrepreneur. And Justin Breen was lucky enough to speak with Gina Wickman, who is part of EO, started it, um, has great books out. One of them is Traction. And Justin talked to him about what does it actually take to become a visionary entrepreneur? So, Justin, the floor is yours. Yeah, Gino, uh, he's in a strategic coach with us, and um, he hosts these collaborative sessions um, uh, about his new book, E-Leap, Entrepreneurial Leap. Um, and it, it was, it's just, it's really interesting discussions. And uh, I've been an entrepreneur for five years and, and I was talking to him like, Gino, um, in Colby, K-O-L-B-E world, I'm like, I've partnered in five years of the Colby scores that I know of with only one person under a seven quick start, only one that I know of. And I was talking to him, I'm like, oh, you know, is seven quick start the dividing line between visionary and integrator. So EOS entrepreneurial operating system, there's visionary and an integrator. And he's like, well, that's a good question. And actually um, he was talking to the head of Colby, the president of Colby, Amy Brusky, and a true visionary in Colby world is actually an eight, nine or 10 quick start, eight, nine or 10. Um, Unless, and there are very rare exceptions, um, seven quick starts, which I am, or under, occasionally, rarely can slip into that visionary role if they have incredibly high EQ or IQ, and they can kind of game the system. Um, I, was, I thought that was really interesting. But really, a true visionary is an eight, nine, or 10 quick start. So Bill, you're an eight, and, and Evan, you're a nine. And it, it really helped simplify things because I'll talk to lower quick starts and there's no action. There's no, there's no real vision. It's, and it's just a fascinating thing to see that it actually plays out in a, in a numbers world and an actual test. I've seen a lot of, of people who are not quick starts and it takes them so much longer for them to get off the ground or they never do. They just don't take the action. That's part of the issue. And you know, being an eight quick start, when I have a five, five, eight, two Colby, I'm able to slow myself down sometimes, but I can't imagine a nine quick start or a 10 quick start and no follow through, like having a one or two follow through. How do they take their visions and actually execute them hmm. when, when, when you don't have follow through? So I'm really, I would love to ask Gino that, or if you guys talked about that. I mean, I would Evan's right know. here. Ask Evan. <laughs> Evan can answer that one. Aren't you a three, two, nine, five, Evan? I think you are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Evan can provide that answer. The floor is yours, Evan Ryan. <laughs> I never thought about my ability to to start things as 
a component of being a visionary. I think that's almost putting the cart before the horse a little bit. And I'm not the expert here. I consider them to be far more experts than I am. But um, I think that it's one thing to have a vision and then it's another thing to start. But plenty of people can be visionaries and just not start. Um, And so I think it's very difficult to start before you have a vision. So I think you kind of need to have, you need to have both if you really want to, if you really want to make a go at it. But uh, I've never really considered the idea that, that because I could start things fast, that made me a visionary. That, to be honest, it almost seems like the opposite because there are so many interesting ideas that are distracting that I need to be able to focus. I think in my world, as somebody who doesn't have um, a lot of follow through characteristics, the biggest thing for me is to continue to focus on the bigger vision overall and to, as soon as things start to become stable, get out of the way. Because for me, if things are stable and I am not out of the way, I will create a crisis. Yep. What does Gina Wickman quantify or say is an actual visionary? I mean, why don't we define that? Like, did he talk to you about that, Justin? What is an actual visionary? Is that someone who wants to do a moonshot, raise a billion dollar company? What does that actually mean? Well, I'll look it up. I'll look it up after I, I get, ta- get done talking here. I'll look up his um, six traits, essential traits for an entrepreneur. And I think that translates to visionary. I consider an any true entrepreneur a visionary. I do not consider business owners entrepreneurs or visionaries. I do not consider consultants visionaries. I certainly do not consider employees visionaries, maybe an entrepreneur, but not a regular employee. So I'll get you those six essential traits from, from Entrepreneurial Leap in a second. And that's another good, another good discussion to have because I, I happen to agree with all six traits. Um, and I found that lower quick starts actually disagree with them. It's really, it's really interesting when you do it. So I'll, I'll find those after that. But Gino is an eight quick start and he's a six follow through, which is real. That's really rare. I'm a seven quick start with a six follow through. Bill, you are an eight quick start with a five follow through. And to Evan's earlier point, because he's a nine two, a nine quick start two follow through, it's easier for him to get out of the way because he knows if he's in the way, he'll, he'll blow it up. Whereas for you and I, Bill, and for Gino probably as well, we might want to get in the way or stay in the way a little longer because we know we can, we won't necessarily blow it up. Um, but in Evan's case, it's actually an advantage to get out of the way faster, um, find more who's as opposed to us that might stay in it a little too long. So I'll, I'll stop talking and then find those six traits real quick. Yeah, that's great. I mean, Evan, question for you. When you have your quick start going and you, you see an idea or like you're helping me with Diane money, like you're my collaborator, you're my who, which is incredible. When I have ideas or when the company has ideas, things like this, like how easy is it for you to just like, okay, say, you know what, let's run with this. Or you know what, my team is just going to take care of all this stuff because I'm not going to do this. Like how easy has it been for you to transition into that and run your company like a, like a true visionary? Cause I know you are one. I think you are. Um, What's that process been like for you? Well, I think I, I think there are kind of two things happening at once. So in, in the case of Diane Money, where you're the inspiration source, my job is to be a box 
And my job is to try to close the box as much as possible. And your job is to try to open the box as much as possible. And so I'm actually kind of operating against the visionary quick start characteristics, but it's because in, in software development, just because you can build something doesn't mean that you should. So what my job in that case is, is, is to just be a sounding board for you. And then once we have a true go ahead from you or we, you and I agree, for example, then I can take it to my team real fast and go. Um, but I would actually say that I don't, I don't make decisions kind of haphazardly and I don't make decisions on a spur of the moment basis. I oftentimes will think about things for a very, very long time and I'll ponder them for an extremely long time. And then all of a sudden, one day, what happens is, is I make a decision and I'll make a ton of progress in one or two or three days. And then I'll hand it off to my team. But I, I wouldn't say that I'm like a necessarily a, a haphazard or a person who just kind of like hears something, says, yes, let's do it and moves forward. I, I, I'm not like that at all. I like to consider things quite a bit. But then once I've considered it, I will move very fast. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense, Evan. Um, um, that makes perfect sense. And then we've talked about this before, but with your family backgrounds growing up with entrepreneurs, I think that's helped. And then meditation, I think that's helped as well to slow, to slow it down. So here's, um, here's the six essential traits of an entrepreneur. And this is kind of hilarious, Bill, because this actually answers both questions. So here is the number one essential trait of being an entrepreneur. Visionary. <laughs> there it is. That's the number one essential trait. You have to be a visionary. And so here's what, um, to answer your earlier question, this is what Gino says. Maybe you have a great idea. Maybe you have lots of great ideas, but can you connect the dots between these great ideas? Um, you see things others don't see. You see around corners. You just have a way of putting these things together. So I guess it would be an idea simplifier and activator. I, I guess that's the way I would I would say it. So here's, okay. So visionary is the number one of essential trait of an entrepreneur. That would make perfect sense to me. Two is passionate. Three is problem solver. So Evan, what you just said, you solve problems, get them in inside the box or tighten the box. Four is driven. Five is risk taker. That's where you see the lower quick starts. They're not visionaries because they're afraid of taking risks. I mean, Colby high quick start. That means you're, you're able to take more risks, the higher quick start you are. That's, that's what it means. Six is responsible. You don't blame others. You only would, you would never blame anyone else. Um, that's where a lot of business owners or consultants or employees, especially employees fall short because they, you know, go to any major company. It's a, a blame fest. So that's yeah, the I six essential that. traits. I, I'll just repeat it to simplify visionary, passionate, problem solver, driven, risk taker, responsible. So I've, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with that. And it's been interesting. I found the lower quick starts are, are definitely in disagreement with risk taker uh, and uh, uh, passionate. They're, they're disagreement with that a lot of times. I think Evan brought up a good point when we were talking about this is how many visions do you need? How many do you actually need in your life? I don't think having 20 of them is going to simplify your life. It's going to make it complicated like crazy. Well, what's the one thing that you really want to focus your time, effort, and energy on for the rest of your life? And maybe you have right. a second if you have an exit. Two. Yeah, maybe two max, maybe three. Yeah, family I mean, and network. That's it for me. Family and network, yeah. There we go. 
There we go. So that's a great point, Evan. Well, Evan, I mean, so Evan, if you really looked at it in Colby term, Evan is like the, he's the visionary. He's, mm. you know, three, two, if you, and in Colby world, three, two, nine, five means pioneer. So Evan litter, I mean, literally in Colby world is a pioneer. Um, what I did find interesting was how quickly in a one or two or three day stretch that Evan can get that really going quickly once he figures it out and then say, Oh, here you go, team. Enjoy. Here you go. Have fun with that. Um, Phil, maybe you're kind of in between Evan and me. I I'm like, if I have a really good idea, I get really excited. And then I stay excited about that idea the rest of my life. <laughs> it's basically, <laughs> and Evan just wrote, uh, you'll be excited forever. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Good vision. You're probably set for life and you'll be excited forever. That's yeah, that's exact. That's the same thing. Evan. I didn't know you had written that. That's interesting. He's Evan's the AI visionary for sure. For sure. I would say my job, my job more so now, like I, I would say that my company has a vision that, that could span 30 years or 50 years. And, and so I would say my, my job now is to make sure that we stay on the path to that vision and to that North star. And then secondly, to help clarify other people's visions for them. Like that's, I would say that that's my primary role now, but like, I, I don't spend a lot of time being, being a true quick start. I spend very, very little time doing that. So you've actually slowed down the quick start. That's really interesting. That's very similar to Dan, by the way. That's very similar. Uh, Dan Sullivan. Uh, um, and the other thing, I'd love both your takes on this, if I'm, especially if I'm wrong, but I would describe all three of us as simplifiers and our company, we're 100% simplifiers like Dan Sullivan, but strategic coach and like our companies are 100% multipliers. Would you agree with that? You would disagree with that, Evan. Yeah, I would say my company is 100% simplifier. We take people's processes and then we, we figure out what's going on inside of them and then we automate them. That would make sense then. But does that simplification allow your clients to multiply? No. And every successful collaboration we've ever had where it was a joint venture, a joint partnership has been one in which the company that we were collaborating with was a pure multiplier company. That's unbelievable. So you take... So you're so like let's take Bill your yours and Bill's collaboration. So Diane Money is a hundred percent multiplier. You're gonna simplify no wrong again. Yes, the mission statement of Diane Money is to simplify people's financial lives. So you're simplifying for a simplifier. Yes, and I mean we're definitely gonna have multipliers to do a lot of the marketing aspects of it. I mean, multiplying a company from, from my standpoint is going to be more of a marketing and a sales organization. That's the only thing that's multiplied at that point is the simplicity of their financial lives. That's what Diane money is going to do for mm-hmm. people. It, it's not a, it's going to multiply their own freedoms because when it works, it's going to help people have more financial freedom. Um, yeah. It's, both companies are definitely simplifiers and Evan, you know, 
him and his team have been able to simplify what we need to do and what's the process look like and how do we make things easier for the user and less friction. And there definitely needs to be multipliers in the room when you're building a company, someone who's going to take your idea and put it out there to 10 million people, a million people, a hundred thousand people, whatever. Um, but I'm not that person. I know Evan's not that person. We're working extremely well together from a, a collaboration standpoint because we both have that same vision is to simplify the financial life for people. And then we're going to have the sales organization be the multiplier. That's the other aspect of it. That's super interesting. So this is this is why I value these conversations. I learn I learn in real time. Um, Evan, are you a multiplier or a simplifier then? 100% simplifier. So, okay. So we're all 100% simplifiers. Your companies, companies are simplifiers. My companies are multipliers, but I'm 100% simplifier. That's super interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's been interesting and visionary. I think my wrapping up thoughts here and comments are, I definitely think that if you're going to be a visionary, you have to act. That's part of the definition of being a visionary. And I'm sure Gina would agree with that. Oh, he would. Yeah. I mean, well, Gina's taken a lot of, a lot of action. Um, um, and, uh, a ton of risks, a ton of risks. And uh, I just want to look this up real quick. I have, I think I have his strength finders. You want to guess what his number one strength finder is in no terms idea. of like, so his number one, I think it's competition. I'm almost positive. Yeah. He's so he's competition one maximizer two. That is definitely, that's definitely a visionary. Oh, and by the way, Evan, he's a three, eight print. So Succeed and achieve, strong and self-reliant. So those three and eights or those eight threes, those are the ones that end up in, in free zone, the top level of strategic coach. So not a surprise for that either. Good. Anyone want to wrap this up? I'm on it. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in to a Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. Please leave us a five-star review, not a one-star review. podcast. <laughs> 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 And um, we would love, love, love to hear your feedback about the show and uh, any other interesting topics that you'd like us to discuss. Thank you so much. Signing out, Justin Breen, Evan Ryan, Bill Bloom. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. We are truly grateful for you listening. And please make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting channel. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family all over your social media. And again, we're very grateful to have you as a listener on our show.